Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember the days past when after you had been enlightened, you endured a great contest of suffering. At times you were publicly exposed to abuse and affliction. At other times you associated yourselves with those so treated. You even joined in the sufferings of those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property, knowing that you had a better and lasting possession. Therefore do not throw away your confidence. It will have great recompense. You need endurance to do the will of God and receive what he has promised. For after just a brief moment, he used to come, shall come. He shall not delay, but my just one shall live by faith. And if he draws back, I take no pleasure in him. We are not among those who draw back and perish, but among those who have faith and will possess life. The word of the Lord. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord. Trust in the Lord and do good, that you may dwell in the land and be fed in security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will grant you your heart's requests. Commit to the Lord your way. Trust in him, and he will act. He will make justice dawn for you like the light. Bright as the noonday shall be your vindication. By the Lord are the steps of a man made firm, and he approves his way. Though he fall, he does not lay prostrate, for the hand of the Lord sustains him. The salvation of the just is from the Lord. He is their refuge in time of distress. And the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he knows not how. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables, he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. The Gospel of the Lord. Remember the days past when after you had been enlightened, you endured a great contest of suffering. The letter to the Hebrews was written to Jews, Hebrews, who had converted to Christianity. That conversion was a hard road filled with ridicule, abuse, and affliction. It cost people friendships and family ties were severed. It also cost people money. It cost them their jobs and the confiscation of their property. Sometimes it cost them their lives. But that affliction, that pain and suffering was at the same time liberating. The loss of the material and the loss of human praise 
open the door to the spiritual, to the life that really matters, the life that every human being longs for in his heart, what the sacred writer called the better and lasting possession. As Hebrews states, for a brief moment, we endure suffering on earth. We do so to gain the better and lasting possession. This, of course, is a stumbling block and foolishness to those blind to the truth. But we understand the suffering and the ridicule is nothing, nothing compared to the great recompense, the eternal reward waiting for the person who can endure. As strange as it sounds, then, persecution is actually a gift from God for it detaches a person from material trappings that take his eye off the eternal prize. Persecution mentally and physically prepares a person to face the difficulties of an unjust world. A saint wrote, are things going against you? Are you going through a rough time? Say very slowly, as if relishing it, this powerful and manly prayer. May the most just and lovable will of God be done, be fulfilled, be praised, and eternally exalted above all things. Amen. You will find peace. Confidence and endurance, states the sacred writer, are two attributes of the just one who shall live by faith. St. Thomas Aquinas commented that this endurance refers to two things. The strength that, that enables one to stay loyal despite persecution and the assurance of one who is confident in obtaining certain things he does not yet possess. For as Isaiah states, for after just a brief moment, he who is to come shall come, he shall not delay. Therefore, the Christian should await the outcome of persecution and endure a great contest of suffering loyally, loyally and cheerfully. St. Ignatius of Antioch wrote to St. Polycarp, stand your ground like an anvil under the hammer. The mark of a true champion is to stand up to punishment and still come out victorious. It is our duty, particularly when the cause is God's, to accept trials of all kinds if we ourselves are to be accepted by him. St. Ignatius wrote that around 107 AD en route to being fed to lions in Rome. He wrote loyally and cheerfully, for his eyes were always fixed on the better and lasting possession. Ignatius had confidence in Christ's promise. And so do we. We are not among those who draw back and perish, but among those who have faith and will possess life. Life. 